0: i'm ricardo Alexandre. i'm living in ortolandia city and you are listening to the english subschool podcast english in the bible information and in transformation hello dear friends i am mo sena for the english subschool podcast my name is Moasir sena but my friends call me mo and i call you my friends so my friends this is lesson six for Sunday, July 30th, Ooh, we are coming to the end of another month. My Lord, have mercy upon us, how time flies. And today's title, listen, Paul, Imprisoned Apostle to the Gentiles. Yes, remember, probably Paul was in prison when he wrote this letter to the Ephesians. In Rome, he was in Rome, yeah, far away, but he found solace, he found comfort writing to them and giving them encouragement and inspiration. So before we open our Bibles, yes, we're going to read the whole chapter 3, the third chapter to the book of the Ephesians, but first let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the Sabbath that was a blessing to us, for the fellowship, for brothers and sisters, for the mystery of the gospel, and thank you very much for the good night of rest. And now that we're starting a new week, oh Father, guide us. Help us to be a blessing to others as you bless us so much. And as we said your word, send down your spirit. May we really understand your message that you had for the people in Ephesus and for us as well. We thank you for the inspiration, for the revealed word in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So we are invited to do what, Carlinhos? Yes, very good. Come on, Cynthia. Yes, I know that you're so busy, I understand it, but we cannot be too busy to open our Bibles. If we are too busy to open our Bibles, we are too busy. It's wrong. We have to use balance here in our lives. Find time to open our Bibles. Move it, move it. Open our Bibles to the book of Ephesians. Chapter 3. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. So they tell us, read Ephesians 3. As you do so, identify one or two main themes. What major points does Paul make? So read with me. Um and see, already the 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 Bible brings, today's Bible already brings some subtitles. So it's easier for us to find the themes involved there, right? So Ephesians chapter 3, uh, uh the whole chapter, there are 21 verses. It's not that long. Uh, remember, at the beginning of the quarter, we read a whole book in a sitting. Yeah, it was a challenge, but it was a blessing as well. So the subtitle is God's Marvelous Plan for the Gentiles. Paul starts. and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise of Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of His power. Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace was given me through faith in him we may approach god with freedom and confidence i ask you therefore not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you the sufferings for you which are your glory a prayer for the ephesians verse 14 for this reason i kneel before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name i pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power Excellent. Very good, Fabio and Sandali. I knew that you were paying attention to it. Excellent. Yes. And the Bible divided by subtitles. The chapter helped, right? (laughs) Now, the lesson says, Ephesians 3 displays an interesting structure. Paul begins the chapter with these words. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for you Gentiles. Then he breaks off for... What turns out to be a lengthy digression focused on his work as apostle to the Gentiles, verses 2 through 13. After the aside that was quite long, he signals a return to his original train of thought by repeating the phrase for this reason, with verses 14 through 21 providing his interrupted prayer report. In Ephesians 3 1, Paul identifies himself as the prisoner of Christ Jesus, the New King James Version. His way of arguing that through he, uh, uh, though he may, be, may reside in Roman captivity and appear to be under the authority of the Roman Empire, there is a deeper divine purpose being worked out in his life. He is not the prisoner of Rome, but the prisoner of Christ Jesus. Isn't it interesting? And the lesson asks us to compare to... Um, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1. It says, as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Paul's mention of his suffering and his later mentions of it, mention of his chains in verse uh, in chapter 6 verse 20 suggest that he is not under relatively comfortable house arrest. Compare Acts 28.16, but he is in prison. So some theologians say he is in uh, under house arrest, others he is in prison, but based on these comments about chains and suffering, probably he's not very comfortable. Being in prison in the first century and in a Roman dungeon was especially challenging. Still today, <laughs> the Roman Empire did not run well-organized prisons with sanitary facilities and regular meal service. Still today, in fact, the empire had little need for prisons, since incarceration was not used as a means of punishment. People were placed in prison only while they waited trial or execution. Prisoners were expected to provide for themselves and were dependent on relatives and friends to supply food and other needs. Still today, the same thing happens. (laughs) Some things never change, apparently, huh? But Paul's worries perhaps center on the emotional impact of his imprisonment on believers since being a prisoner was an extreme social disgrace in the context of a non-ashamed culture. He might fear that some will ask, how can Paul be the apostle and messenger of the exalted Christ and be a despised prisoner? Opening a parenthesis here, well, if they thought that, they forgot that they are following Jesus, who was a prisoner and who was killed, executed because uh, of his sentence. So, (laughs) but continuing, close parenthesis. So, he reframes his imprisonment, helping believers to see it as part of God's plan. Yes, he is suffering for them. He says suffering for you in the English standard version and what appears to be a source of shame will be in fact turn out will in fact turn out to be for their glory Ephesians 3:13 Final question how can we learn to trust God and his ways amid what can be very trying circumstances Quite interesting, isn't it? So my friends, this is the end of lesson six for Sunday, July 30th. Yes, we tend to use the number of the month in ordinal format. So 30th, not only 30, 30th. But if you want to say July 30, be happy, it is also used, okay? But uh, I'm encouraging you to continue listening and trying to discover why uh, are we dealing with this mystery of the gospel? Yes, more light will be shed tomorrow. For more information, please get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram. Believe in NASP. Tell our friends about our podcast, available on any podcast platform. Rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. Thank you, my friends, for listening. Thank you, my friends, for sharing for telling your friends about our podcast and inviting them to join us, our communities on Telegram and WhatsApp. And thank you for praying with us and for us. May you have a wonderful Sunday.